0: hey and welcome back to ancient ways for modern days my name is mike freeman and i'm so glad to have you here today as we continue to walk through the new testament and right now we are in acts chapter 24. now at this point paul has been arrested in in jerusalem he is uh he's kind of awaiting trial and there's going to be a handful of different trials and what we're going to look at today is a portion of his defense as he is standing before Felix and, uh, and he's giving his defense. So he has been accused, he's been accused of writing, of, of really kind of disrespecting the Jewish people and their religious faith. And, uh, and now he's going to give, a, I just want to look up a portion of his defense right here. And I want us to consider for us the, the ancient way for the modern day. And so if you want to look with me, the text is verses 14 through 16. Now, uh, Paul, is, he, he's already spoken a few words of his I- introducing his defense, but, but here's what we have. He says, but this I confess to you, that according to the way, this is the Christian faith, this is the fulfillment of the Jewish prophecies, the, the Old Testament expectation that, that the Messiah was going to come. So he says, according to the way, which they, those Jewish people here, they call a sect, He says, I believe, or excuse me, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. So I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward God and man. Now, There's a few things here I just, I think are so valuable for us if we are thinking theologically about this text and if we're thinking with a view to application and how we live it. And so start off in in verse 14, Paul is talking about how he's worshiping the God of our fathers. This is the the God of um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the, the God of the Old Testament, God the Father, right? And he says, believing everything laid down, he says, by the law and written in the prophets. This is interesting because he's talking about everything laid down by the law. He's not saying that he, he believes that, the, that this law is is binding any longer. Why? Well, because he is, he's experienced the grace and the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. He now is part of the, the new covenant that is simply this, this covenant that when we trust, when we have faith in Jesus' death and resurrection, we are made righteous and we now walk with God. So he says, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, Look at what he says, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. So here, here he's, he's speaking to the final resurrection, the reality that everyone who has ever walked on the face of this, this earth, they will experience an ultimate resurrection. And he speaks of the just and the unjust. The just, these are the righteous. These are those who stand in right relationship with God. Not justified based on their deeds, but justified based upon the work of Christ. This will be a resurrection to eternal life. And he says there will be a, a resurrection of the unjust as well. Those who have not put their faith in Christ, those who stand condemned in their sin, this will be a resurrection to eternal darkness and eternal death. This is, this is the great dividing line. This is something we we uh are wise to remember as we consider the word of God and we consider our lives, that there will be a resurrection, not just of, of us, but of everyone around us. This is what makes the gospel so important. It's what makes Jesus and his death and resurrection something that we regularly and graciously but boldly share this is that reality this is it's not up for debate it's it's through and through and in all of the scripture there will be a resurrection both both of the just in christ and the unjust outside of christ and then look at verse 16 he says so i always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both god and man to have a clear conscience before god it's it's only found one way it's only found ultimately in being righteous being just And, and the only way we can be righteous and just is through the death and resurrection of jesus this is part of paul's defense he he recognizes he now lives with a clear conscience before god in the way he acts in fact when he's in jerusalem he he wasn't even making a riot he wasn't even trying to cause a scene right this is that second part he says a clear conscience toward both god and man you know paul was wise he would he would share the gospel and sometimes people would respond very poorly but his goal was not to cause a scene his goal was not to get people to respond poorly his goal was not to bring persecution on himself just for the sake of persecution his goal was the gospel and so he had a clear conscience in the way he presented it. <clears throat> it's like in Jerusalem just now. He, he wasn't there to make a scene. He was quietly fulfilling his vows. We see this in the rest of his, his defense. He said, I'm, I, I was bringing my alms to my nation. He, he, he has a clear conscience. And so th- this, is, this is the ancient way for our modern day that I'd like us to consider right now is, is recognizing a few aspects of this, of this uh, <clears throat> defense of Paul's. First of all, there's the aspect of, of this is rooted in the Old Testament scripture and this is written in the prophets. This is the, the faith we have. Is, it's, it's an extension that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. So we, we begin by saying we, we have a faith in Christ. And this faith makes us soberly consider the, the reality that there will be a resurrection of the dead, the just and the unjust. And so then for that reason, we are to live lives where we are very aware of the impact we have on others, being very careful to live with a clear conscience, not to be unnecessarily offensive, not to go and poke the hornet's nest just because we can. There are days where that might need to happen. Where, where those things, where, where offense fence happens, where, where the pot needs to be stirred. I've been in some situations where it's obvious someone needs to say something, and, and, and that's oftentimes, that, that, that happens. But it's not, I'm, I'm gonna go and cause trouble. I'm gonna go find a fight to pick. That, that's not Paul's methodology. That's not his manner. And that's not our ancient way for the modern day. Ours is to live with a clear conscience before God and before man in light of the old testament scripture that points to the gospel of jesus christ which is the only way that we can stand with confidence on that day of resurrection and that day of judgment so this ancient way for our modern day it's it's leading us to consider how we live before others and how we live before god are we presenting the truth and are we doing it with love that's our ancient way for today's modern modern day